Well, hey there. You are going to love today's episode, especially if you're on the fence or you're thinking about joining the Powerful Presence Society and you're not 100% sure yet. This is going to be fantastic. I have three of our peer mentors. I have Sheila, Monique, and Leslie. They're coming on to talk about what life was like before they joined society, what they learned from it, what they got out of it, and how, how it helped change them. And even if you're not thinking about joining society this round and um, you're not, you definitely, you know, for sure you, you're not going to join, still listen in because there's some really great insights in there about how they grew, what they learned about themselves that I just, I know that you're going to, that you'll get some benefit out of as well that you can take away and think about your own growth and your own career journey. And then especially if you are considering the society and like I said, you're not, you're kind of on the fence, you're not totally sure, listen in and definitely stay all the way to the end. At the very end, I do ask them directly about what they would share with someone who's on the fence. So someone like yourself, if you're on the fence and listen in because um, you'll get a, a, a sense of the kind of community that we build, the, the type of mentors that we have in the program, and it should be able to answer some of your questions. Well, hey there, I'm Liz St. Jean, and this is the Unruly Leadership Podcast, where I help subject matter experts like you design a career on your terms. It's where strategy meets intuition to help you break the rules, ignore the rules, and make your own damn rules. So let's break free from perfectionism, imposter thoughts, and that inner rule keeper that's keeping you in your career comfort zone. It's time to become unapologetically you and step into the life you were meant to live. We're going to talk presence, productivity, career, and having it all. Or, as my four-year-old would say, we're going to take over the world. So let's get to it. So in today's episode, like I mentioned, we are going to hear from three of our peer mentors for the Powerful Presence Society. We're going to hear from Leslie, Monique, and Sheila about their experiences with the program. So you should get a lot of your questions answered and get some insight into the program if you're still thinking about joining. And for those of you who are definitely joining but you haven't signed up yet, head on over to the website, themintambition.com pps. That's themintambition.com slash PPS. Head on over, sign up for the program. There are still a few more days to sign up before registration closes. So registration does close on April 27th. So that's April 27th is when registration closes. The program kicks off on April 30th, Saturday, April 30th. So make sure you get in, make sure you get one of those spots. Spots are limited. I'm not taking any more than 12 people in this round. So make sure you head on over, get yourself signed up before all the spots fill up. That's themintambition.com slash PPS. All right. So this episode is super fun and super special because we have uh, several of our mentors. We have three of our mentors from the Powerful Presence Society, um, which if you haven't checked out already, definitely go check it out. 
um, that program has has a mentorship program. It's a peer mentorship program. So these are three folks who have already gone through the program and they are going to be coming along in the ride and doing some peer mentoring with everyone who joins. Um, so I wanted to kick things off by introducing everyone. I'm going to ask every, all the mentors to give them give their short kind of one sentence intro as well as sharing their superpowers. And I think everyone who knows me well knows that's one of my favorite questions to ask is what is your superpower? So we're going to go around the circle because I have Sheila here and I have Leslie and I have Monique. So I'll go in that order and ask you to introduce yourselves to our listeners. Hi, everyone. My name is Sheila and a little bit about me. Um, I work for the government. I've been in the public sector for around 10 years and my superpower and I guess personal strength is strategy. That's really a strength that I learned about and started to embrace in boot camp. And so it's something that I've really enjoyed um, leaning into and um, trying to find ways to utilize it more within my professional life. Yes. And if anyone caught there, so Sheila was saying boot camp. So those of you who've been around for more than four months, you'll know that we called this program boot camp and we shifted the terminology to powerful present society. So all four of us might slip into boot camp language because we've all been in, in the program for the last few years as boot camp. Um, and yeah, strategy, strategy, superpower and superpower is such a big component of it. So thank you, Sheila. Okay, Leslie. Well, hey folks, I'm Leslie. I am also uh, an employee of the federal government and I'm a wildlife biologist. And this year is my 20th year in service. And so I'm pretty excited about that. I'm actually from Virginia and uh, I live in a rural area, but I'm a DC lover at heart. And my superpower is humorous empathy. I love it. Yes. Humorous empathy. Okay, Monique. Hi, um, I'm Monique. I'm a mom and a regional HR manager at an AMLAW 100 firm in Houston, Texas. A lifelong learner and pursuer of peace and knowledge. My superpower is seeing the potential in others that they do not see in themselves. Love it. And everyone, you're listening right now. I have the videos up and I can see all the smiles on people's faces and nodding because they all know each other. They're like, yep, that is your superpower. Okay, so let's kick things off. I want to hear from all the mentors about what was happening in your life that you decided a program like this would be valuable, would be helpful. And I'm going to go back the other direction. I'm going to go Monique, then Leslie, then Sheila. So Monique. Uh, I, like a lot of women, uh, was struggling with imposter syndrome uh, and feeling a lack of presence within my own life. Um, joining the group, uh, the ask, why I decided to join the group was the aspect of the program um, that made the biggest difference for me uh, was learning and hearing from other, you know, boss babes, for lack of a better word, uh, that they were struggling with these issues too. And it wasn't just me and I was not alone, but they were all successful in their own right. Um, you know? Yeah. And I think that draws a lot of people, right? Like that element of community, the connection that was in fact, part of the reason that the, the name change into society kind of recognizing that we are a group and we are all connected. Thank you, Monique. Leslie. Well, the state of mind I was in when I first met you, Liz, uh, several years ago was 
a feeling that my career was really taking off, but that I was unable to uh, really deal with the increased responsibility and accountability, delegation, uh, the need for better communication about all the things. I, I pretty much felt overwhelmed with this increased responsibility. And I was so excited to be able to move forward in my career. So I just wanted to do a good job. I also had a bit of imposter syndrome and I wanted to be part of a community where I could learn more about how to deal with these issues that wasn't just part of the government, right? So I wanted to step outside of the bubble of working for the government and learn from a lot of different backgrounds, careers, people, and the connections I made there. So that was really what drove me to get involved in the first place was this increase in responsibility. And what does that really mean? And what do I want it to mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and actually I saw Monique, you just, you're nodding your head quite a lot. There was something coming up for you. Well, I think going back a little bit to what we were talking about before you started recording, you know, um, you know, you know, there's this, this old adage that, you know, with age comes wisdom and that's not always, that's not always the case in some respects. Yes. It's a little, it's a little bit the case. Maybe you are a little bit more patient or a little bit more reserved or, or whatever the case may be. Um, but it, 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 it's not always the case. And so like Leslie said, being in a space where you, uh, you that you created Liz to, to a safe environment where everyone could share with no judgment and you're seeing these similar issues play out in other um, professional women's lives while we're struggling um, and trying to you know quote unquote have have it all uh, so yeah that really resonated Leslie mm-hmm. yeah there's um there's the term about like oh practice makes perfect and often I've heard it said, or what I like, really, what really resonated for me is I know practice makes permanent, <laughs> doesn't necessarily make perfect. And there's so much we can learn from one another to make sure we're not just practicing the same thing over and over to make it permanent. And instead we're growing and developing. It's like Monique, you're saying like being a lifelong learner, learner that you are. So thank you. And thank you, Leslie. Okay, Sheila, how about you? Um, When I first, um, I guess, joined the group and um, learned about your program, I was leaving a um, toxic job and jumping into a new job. And so at that point, I had, you know, just a lot of excitement and, you know, hope for the future. But I was definitely in a negative like space, just emotionally, uh, like, you know, I just did not know what to do. And I knew that I did not want to bring this negative mindset into my new job. It was, you know, a restart and I was excited for that, but I felt very overwhelmed and kind of very alone and just kind of like it, I had that feeling that I just can't do anything right. And that's how I felt in my previous job. And I wanted to get out of that. And I think as Leslie and um, Monique said, it really, I was looking for a community. So I just didn't feel alone. And that would help me like, you know, a group that would help lift you out of that um, negative feeling because I just couldn't do it myself. And so that was um, one of the impetus. And plus, like right when um, we started, it was um, kind of like towards the beginning of the pandemic as well. And so it was just a time that there was a lot of change, a lot of uncertainty, and then jumping into a new job. In addition to all of that, I was like, I do need, I knew I needed um, more of a support system. And so I was really excited to like, find the community and um, find a way to connect with people, you know, in a, in a virtual stand, um, in a virtual setting. 
Yeah, and so something that's coming up for me, actually, I'm curious to hear from all of you about that connection, about like what for you made it different to, to come to a group like this, as opposed to looking for that, um, you know, connection from, you know, colleagues or your current boss, you know, what was different, like what, what attracted you to a group outside of your regular circles? And maybe I'll get Leslie for, or, oh, Monique, I see you're ready to go. Um, I think it just innately when you're talking about the people that you, your, your colleagues, there's always a fear of, um, of, of, of being judged. There's always a fear of is, it, is this a safe place um, and can, can I be open and, and vulnerable? And, and as, as unintuitive as it is, sometimes finding people that you have no connection to, that you've never met in your life, sort of creates a, an environment where there's not going to be any judgment because I don't, I don't know these people. And if, if this first meeting doesn't go well, I don't have to come back. And then that's way that's, you know, no judgment, no scarcity, but it wasn't, it wasn't like that. It, it was from the outset, you created an extraordinarily safe environment where everyone felt uh, free to be vulnerable and share their deepest professional fears and their deepest professional concerns. Um, and, and, and going back to a little bit about why I said about seeing the best in others uh, or seeing potential in others, the same could be said for Sheila and Leslie and the other people that were on the, in our, in our uh, cohort, um, because I got words of affirmation and things that I didn't see in myself that they saw in me. So um, that, that, that just was such an incredible uh, environment that you created. Awesome. Leslie, anything to add? your perspective? Well, I think Monique hit it spot on that you're in a, a safe space. Sometimes you're, you don't really want to become that vulnerable to your boss. Certainly you might have really wonderful colleagues that you can open up with, um, but you still want to maintain a, a very professional stance. And so to have this other group to, to supplement that, to, to, to feed into some other aspects, bring your whole self to these conversations that sometimes you don't feel like you can do that at work. Um, that's, that's been a gift. Uh, I will say too, one of the things that I discovered, but it was not my intention, was the first night we met Liz and I was with this uh, group, uh, the Lean In Circle. I really went there that night seeking other government employees in the sciences. And I found out very quickly that I was limiting myself greatly by doing that that my ability to connect and network with other colleagues should not be limited by my own profession or my own world in the government. And, and it opened up a lot for me and it made me look at how I identify myself and how entrenched I was in my professional identity. Mm -hmm. And so the expansion that has come from this was not what I intended, but it was a gift as well to be able to finally expand beyond what I was limiting myself to my professional identity as a wildlife biologist. So I just wanted to point that out. In addition that this group, it was an unexpected uh, result. So it wasn't what drew me, but it was an unexpected gift and it kept me going. It kept me engaged. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And Sheila, any other thoughts to add? 
Um, I, I just wanted to build off what Leslie said. I was kind of thinking the exact same thing, especially kind of um, coming from um, the federal government standpoint. I think a lot of times some of the challenges we have are cultural and just kind of like built into um, structures and processes and just kind of the way we do things. And so being able to step back and hear from others, whether it's others in the government who are um, facing similar things or others in the private sector who are like, that's crazy. It just kind of helps to reframe things as well and to kind of say, okay, maybe this is a culture shift that like, you know, I can start doing because, you know, it's not something that's serving me, serving, you know, the enterprise that I work in. And so what can I do myself to help, you know, kind of lead that change I want to see. And so I think that that was, you know, something that was really powerful that I did not expect to, um, to receive either. Yeah, so kind of uh, um, segueing from that, and we're already kind of answering the question, I really would love to hear from everyone around what was different for you after the program, or even like, for, I know for some people, even like, even a couple of weeks into the program, things started to shift and change. And if you have any specific examples you could share with people, I'm sure they would love to hear it about either interactions that changed or situations or some, you know, like how did you know that it was helping you and that it was a success for you? So, and let's start with Leslie on that and then we'll do Sheila and then Monique. Yeah, so one of the first really big lessons that sticks with me to this day is leaning into my strengths first learning more about what my strengths are and leaning into them embracing them and sometimes some of my strengths i'm kind of extroverted and when you work in the science field sometimes you're not working with a lot of other extroverts and i always thought that was a deficiency on my part turns out it's a strength and i want learned to lean into that more and I remember a conversation early on that a lot of, and it really resonated with me, Liz, we talked about how a lot of people try to shore up their weaknesses. I'm using air quotes, weaknesses. Um, I think we came up with a better term for that. I can't remember what it is, but shoring up, using your resources and your energy to shore up what your weaknesses are or you, where you're not as strong, instead of putting that energy into what can you really bring in, in your strengths, to, to your job, to your life, to your situation. That was one of the first lessons that really resonated with me. And it's something that I, I still really think about today and, and I'm so grateful for today because it really flipped my mindset. It really made me look at my strengths as, as that strengths and not just strange character flaws. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like the, the um weak spots or character flaws. I think I call them blind spots in the program. We kind of <laughs> refer to them as, but yeah, that being able to shift into saying, no, this is a strength. I should do more of it. Or, and then also like what you all know, like we do as part of the program is, is turn it into like this much into a mature strength. And that we're not, again, almost back to that point about practice makes permanent. So we want to like develop it and grow it and hone it rather than trying to figure out how to fix any kind of weakness. Thank you, Leslie. Hey, Sheila. And I really love that, Leslie. I think that, yeah, and that's something that resonates with me too. Even when I was introducing my superpower, it was really something that I learned was a personal strength. And um, since joining um, this society, I've gone through a couple different jobs. A couple of them were toxic, but I'm now in a very positive work environment where I can utilize my strengths. And I feel a lot of... Um, 
a lot of like positive energy professionally, which is um, amazing. But going back to what was different, so it's that I really loved that this um, that this program focuses a lot on self-reflection and in that way it's pretty personal. And as Leslie was saying, we all have different strengths. And so we're able to take time to reflect on that and grow those areas so that we can bring that into our professional life. And I definitely found that um, through learning the different energy levels as well and just kind of like what they mean to you and um, and so forth, because in some of the past um, toxic work environments, I definitely found myself more cowering in level one a lot and just feeling like I don't know what to do to get out of it. And just kind of sitting there staring into space some days, just kind of like, what do I do? I just, I'm kind of in that, like, I don't know how to like react or like move, or I, you know, I'm just kind of, you know, just frozen. That's how I would feel some days. And so, um, throughout the program, I kind of learned different tactics that worked for me, whether it's just, I need to take a walk and just completely remove myself so I can slowly work getting out of this and like, you know, just kind of journaling and self-reflection. And I've learned things that don't really work for me. Like for example, like everyone talks about meditation and I'm jealous because I wish I could be a meditator, but I just can't do it. And so, you know, and that's okay. I have different tactics I learned that work for me. And so I've definitely found when I'm in, um, because of course, when we're in that fight or flight mode, we go back to what's, you know, kind of comfortable for us. And for me, that's level one energy, <laughs> but I've learned to like find different tactics so that I can move out of that a lot faster than I have, like, you know, in like, you know, past years or be able to find ways that I don't go down that far. <laughs> I'm able to kind of stop myself. So I think that that's been something that was really unique and um, helpful for me professionally and personally as well. Yeah. And, and for those listening, you heard Sheila referencing the energy levels. And if you heard last week's episode, I kind of referenced them as well. And if you want to learn more, even um, right now we've got the workshops available. Hopefully you've registered already and go into those different energy levels, but this is, so the en different energy levels are seven of them. And we talk about in the free workshop, you can get to over on the website, themintambition.com. And we go into a lot of depth in this, in the program as well, and controlling our energy and understanding our energy and how we show up. So definitely check out the workshop and, and of course, come join us in the society too, to kind of, to learn more about those energy levels. Okay. And when the, and the other thing, those of you're listening, so you wouldn't have seen, but something that what I love about the program too is, and we were kind of touching on this is how supportive everyone was. So as she was talking about moving into a more, a, um, a more positive role now, uh, Monique was clapping. I saw you Monique clapping for her. And that's the sort of thing that we do in this, in this group as well, just really supporting each other and uh, celebrating together. We've had these successes and have these um, changes and positive changes in life. So I just wanted to highlight that because you wouldn't have seen it on in the in the podcast episode. <laughs> okay, Monique, let's hear from you about um, what was different for you afterwards. Uh, so I also learned a lot about myself with the energy levels as far as where I was showing up um, versus where I wanted to be showing up and where I thought I was showing up, which by the way, were three different things. <laughs> uh, so that was enlightening to me. And so I think, you know, the lessons I learned from, from, from the energy level exercises and the strength exercises, as well as just talking um, to these, these incredible women was um, it, so it, those that made the biggest impact for me in that I show up fully. Now I show up as I am a fallible woman, mother, partner, team player, 
I um, was always afraid to, to say out loud that I wanted more out of my career um, for fear that I would be laughed out of the room. Um, so I show up now as I am who I am. Um, I'm more accountable. I'm more accountable to myself, to my group. Uh, I am not afraid to admit mistakes. Um, which unfortunately still happen more often than I would like. And don't get me wrong, I still have my work voice and I still wear makeup and I still put on the work clothes, but I feel more power in presenting who I am to the world and saying what I want out of this life. Um, um, I am volunteering, I'm raising my hand a lot more and working with people at much higher levels than I ever have before. Um, and so that, that's the, my biggest, biggest takeaway. I love that. And especially that piece around raising your hand and at higher levels, because sometimes people either don't raise their hand, you know, not quite sure, not quite comfortable or, or do it in ways that's like the comfortable way. Like maybe, you know, like the, the local uh, social committee, for example, it feels comfortable with friends. And it sounds there, Monique, like you're getting out of that comfort zone and like working at higher levels and putting yourself in front of a higher level folks. Yeah. Is that about true? I see you nodding your head. Uh, yeah, um, I I made it very known. I work with an incredible HR director, and I I love her, and I don't want her to go anywhere. But I made it known that I want her job. <laughs> you know, not not that I want her to leave, but I want to do her job, and and I'm thankful she's not leaving any anytime soon. Um, but with that, she knew that I wanted uh, more of a challenge and more. Uh, I wanted to be a part of putting a fingerprint on strategic planning, and so she she spoke my name to other people of powers that be in my organization. And I was on a, a number of strategic planning committees and I'm on a firm wide uh, wellness committee. So I'm working with people in offices and, in, you know, with C level director level in their names that I would not have otherwise um, had the opportunity had I not been brave enough and had felt comfortable enough in my skills to say that this is something that I want. And um, let's say I might be putting you on the spot here. So let me know if, if I am or not. But I, I feel like you had a situation like that as well, like with a, a mentor and it kind of shifted the dynamic after the program. Do you remember that? Do you remember what you, is that ringing any bells? I, did. I got involved in our mentor program in my agency and I, I did get a mentor. And I, I really learned more about the role of a mentor in that situation and how to best really utilize that relationship. Um, and build off of it too. And uh, so I would, I would actually come to her and I would share a little bit about what I've learned from you, Liz, and with the cohort. And it just, it really complemented each other nicely, but they were very different roles. And, and so I, I really embraced the, what, what I could get from both of those roles and also what I could give in both of those roles. Um, but I did, I participated in the mentor program and that actually helped me um, expand and meet more people. And then as Monique said, she got the chance to work with some of these folks that are sort of higher up in the echelons, right? In your organization. And I got the chance to do that too and learn to see how they operate in the very stressful situations that I was struggling with. What do they do in those situations? And just having that exposure has meant a lot. I see their vulnerability and it makes my vulnerability feel much more normal because of that exposure. 
Yeah. Um, that is something that's so helpful from like, like Lizzie saying, like from both perspective, both like seeing other people's vulnerability, but then also to share it. So just like Monique was saying, like showing up fully, showing up, um, uh, even, even when things go wrong, being able to show up that way and you can, it really helps others as well. So thank you both for sharing that. Okay. So now I'm curious, and we have touched on this a bit already, but I'm curious to hear from all of you about what you enjoyed the most from the program. And especially if there was anything that you found was really different from any other leadership programs you've taken either before this one or, or since then, you know, what, what really stood out to you about this program? And I'm going to go Sheila and then Monique and then Leslie. So Sheila. Um, something that I really loved about this program, and I think I we all touched on this before, was this kind of the um, like having a community of like-minded individuals who you know really um, were focused on you know kind of professional development and um, kind of and in addition to self-improvement too. I think that I loved the fact that there were opportunities to just learn about new things, new ways to, um, I guess, kind of view or um, think about how you're, you show up in a situation or, you know, different tactics. So there were more of that learning component, but then also reflection. So being able to understand what that actually means for you personally and, you know, understanding that it's going to look and feel different for everyone and that's totally okay. And then coming back and being able to um, reflect and learn from each other as well, because I think there's strength in understanding how other people view things or, you know, how it, what's different. And I think that's helpful because no matter what you work with different people, whether it's, you know, in a team component, um, you're managing other people, um, you know, kind of no matter what situation you're in, being able to understand, to view, to have empathy and kind of like understand, you know, different things that work that may not work for people. And just to be able to bring that to um, your work you know, professional or um, personal life is extremely helpful. Awesome. Thank you. And I've actually forgotten who I said was next. Was it Monique? <laughs> uh, so I, I, I know I sound like a broken record here because I've said this over and over again, but it's so true. The What I enjoyed most about the program is the connection, the openness and the vulnerability of working with all of these strong women in their own right. Um, the safe space uh, that we created where there was no judgment for you, as, as Sheila said, you, you, you got to hear fresh takes and ideas on every person's situation or struggle. Um, the ability for someone to reframe what you were struggling with and put it in a paint it in a different life with a different perspective. Um, so that, that was probably my, my favorite thing about the program. Um, what I learned the most from the program though, was that there is true power in vulnerability. That for me was my biggest, biggest takeaway. I always felt like I'm sure most people, particularly, particularly women, um, that being vulnerable was a sign of weakness. Um, and, and so being able to truly walk away and say that there's power in vulnerability, uh, that, that was, that was my biggest lesson learned. Yeah. 
And I saw everyone nodding their heads. And especially because I find that a lot of folks that come into these programs, like they're, they're impact driven, right? They want to make a difference, want to make positive impact. And they're also often highly empathetic or high self monitors, like aware of the impact they're making. And so it becomes this really powerful space to come in and actually share what you're thinking and share so that you can become vulnerable and, and still feel comfortable and still feel powerful while being vulnerable. And another piece too that um, about the program is that, um, so in the past it's, it has been women focused. My, my coaching has always been, um, was always for women. And with this year, since January, I've really opened it up and it's been this magical. So um, I know I, Monique, I don't, I don't know if you were part of the, in the summit groups, but we had, we started to have more diversity in that way of, of the groups. And so this round, this is something I'm actually looking forward to is having that increase in diversity and, and having, which speaks to everything everyone's talking about, right? Different views, different perspectives, different experiences, while still being like-minded in the sense of being the kind of person who wants to make impact, who thinks, who's, who's thoughtful about the kind of impact that we're making in the world. So that's what I'm looking forward to. And okay, Leslie, let's hear from you about what did what you most enjoyed from the program and, and what might have made it different from anything else you've taken. Well, everything you've heard is very much true in my mind uh, as well, that connection and, and learning from others. But I'll add that what that really did for me was increase my own self-awareness. And Liz, I think you just touched on that. I don't think I was that great at self-monitoring before this program, or maybe I just hadn't honed that skill as well, but I'm very well aware of the difference between my thoughts and my emotions and my actions now. And so that's, that's something that I've really come away with that, that you just naturally learn by being part of these conversations. My, my favorite moments were when I would learn something about myself share it with the group. And this is like, aha moment. And everybody's like, yeah, yeah. And they're they're you know, they all get it too. And, and, and that's, uh, that's really comforting and supportive, uh, in a world where you, you are trying to address a lot of concerns about your career, about your whole self, really. Uh, but my, my other favorite thing were all of the fun little ways you brought us together outside of um, the cohort of the, of the boot camp and, and where it led us, right? It, it led me to get involved in your summit. It led me to meet um, other coaches, other people that I, I even got to meet another colleague and, you know, that works with my agency and who found her way to you as well. So there were a lot of really fun events that you put on. We had that vision board, you know, uh, get together last week. So it's, it's not just coming to these conversations. There's lots of other fun things that we do as groups to, to, to continue that learning, but with a fun twist. And, and I really love that. Yeah. And that's and something that it was just happening organically. And now it's officially part of the program that when you join it's lifetime access. So once you've gone through the program as a student, you can come back as a peer, as a peer mentor, just like Sheila and Leslie and Monique are doing now. So it's, it really is that society. It really is that feeling and you connect and you, you meet people and continue that along the way. Okay. So there's a final question and because there are going to be people who've listened all the way to the end and they're thinking about joining and they're still, they're kind of maybe still on the fence, still not quite sure, or just 
you know, um, could use a little bit less bit of information. So I'm curious what you would tell someone who is on the fence about joining. I'm gonna go uh, Monique, Leslie, Sheila. It's 100% worth it. Um, I think it's it's a lot like for, for folks that volunteer, you always get way more out of it than what you put into it. Uh, and I think that that applies to this, this program. Uh, it's the, the, the connections, the sharing, the lessons, the materials that you can go back to. I mean, I've revisited the materials over and over again. So uh, it's 100% worth it. And you are worth it. The, your, the, the money, the time, the investment for you and your future and your peace of mind is 100% worth it. Awesome. Leslie, what would you add? Well, I'm very much agreeing with Monique, but I will add um, a scenario that I think a lot of people might encounter, which is being really tired, uh, not knowing if you can show up as your full self when you go to these sessions. I will tell you that there have been many Saturday mornings where I've just been pooped out from the week, right? And I'm just tired and I'm not sure I can bring my whole self to these conversations, but the moment, like literally the moment I've joined, I start to feel lighter. I start to feel even a little more energized, perhaps a, a little more motivated. So if you learn about these energy levels, just being part of these conversations, even if you're not contributing as much, you're listening and learning, you, you suddenly feel yourself being pulled up into a higher energy level. And uh, you may not have expected that. So even on some Saturday mornings, Liz, where I've woken up so tired, whenever I leave these sessions, I am ready to go and do whatever I need or want to do for that Saturday. And that's been a, a gift as well. I, the shift happens in, in less than 10 minutes when we all get together for me. That's awesome. I have this like image, the visual coming to my mind is like being on a platform, right? Like you're kind of like, oh, I'm not feeling so good. And then you get onto this like platform and raise up into like the sunshine and the, the glorious day. Hopefully it is sunshine for everyone today. It is a Saturday actually as we're recording this. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I love that, Leslie. Thank you for sharing. Okay, Sheila, let's hear from you. Yeah, I 100% agree um, what, what both Leslie and Monique said. Um, definitely like I feel that way about Saturday mornings too it's it's like it's hard you just finished a long day of work like you're exhausted you're like I, I don't know if I can bring my full self but it's really it's such an inspiring group and I guess that's what I would say to like others too is that you know just as Monique said that you know you're worth it you're worth the investment you're worth the time you're worth um you know taking that next step for personal and professional growth and, you know, your career, your life, it's like, you know, it's important and you have an important voice to, um, to bring. And that's something that, um, you know, that we're finding as you can like hear from this group, you know, we've created such a, um, like a strong, a strong bond. And, you know, as Leslie said, just kind of that feeling of bringing each other up. I definitely feel that at each of the sessions. And um, I think your voice is important and, you know, would be a great addition to the group too. So I think that, you know, all of us would be just excited to learn with you, grow with you. And I think that's an important thing on, you know, probably why a lot of us even stay on to be mentors and to come back is because no matter what, I think this is an area that you're continually growing. And, you know, even though this will be like, you know, what, like 
three years that we've been with, like I've been with the community. It's one of those things that even like I've come a long way since where I was when I was coming out of that really toxic um, job. But like, you know, it's, you're constantly growing, flexing those muscles. And, you know, I think that's a great part of like the, the community. It's just that, you know, we're constantly learning and growing together and, you know, it's a never ending journey. And I, you know, we have such a great group to continue that with. So that really excites me. Yes. Oh my goodness. I mean, I think I told you all this before we hit record, but I'm so excited for this round of the society. And now I'm even more excited and I can see everyone's been smiling and nodding. And I think especially just like what Sheila was saying there to everyone who's listening, like we can't wait to have you part of this community, part of this group. And now everyone's, I can see people nodding. You can't see them, but they're all nodding their heads too, that we're just all so excited to, to meet you, to do the, the peer mentor program. It's going to be it's so good. Like the, we'll have some group peer mentor coffee chats, but you're also going to get a chance to be paired for one-on-one mentoring with someone. And we, and I do, um, I do, I'm going to be doing it very deliberately. This one, one of my strengths is called arranger in Clifton strengths. Like I love to arrange and connect. I did this, I'll do, I'll do another podcast episode about this. I did this for my wedding and I'm, I'm so excited to do this for this. Um, and now everyone's laughing for, for this round of the society, because I'm going to match people and it's going to be fun. Like um, and just like Leslie was saying earlier about how this group can kind of expand past your maybe regular connections you'd come into contact with. That's what this mentor program is going to do as well. We're going to get you connected with someone who's a good match and is also going to be a growth match as well for both sides too, because that's what is a great mentor relationship is when it, when everyone grows. So I'm so excited and I can see everyone here is, is smiling as well. Can't wait to welcome you into the group. And Sheila, Leslie, Monique, Thank you all so much for your time, for being part of this amazing, wonderful community and uh, for being here on the podcast and for your time as, as the mentors. Um, I know we all can't wait for April. I think April 30th is our first day, our first session. So um, I'm just really excited and, and thank you all so much. Thank you, Liz. I'm so glad to be here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If this podcast helped you or inspired you in any way, I would love for you to leave me a review over on Apple Podcasts. It takes about 20 seconds, if that, and it's it's honestly the easiest way for you to thank me for this episode. Every time I see a review, it brings me so much joy and it just lights me up. So if you could do that for me, I would be ever so grateful. Now, the other thing you can do is you can take a screenshot of this episode or even a screenshot of your review and send it to a friend or share it in a Facebook group or even post on your LinkedIn newsfeed to let other people know about this podcast and this episode. Thanks again. And now get out there and start breaking some rules. <laughs>